and welcome to Heroes of the Galaxy, a limited series where we celebrate the women of the Star Wars universe. My name's Millicent, and each episode I'll be joined by a special guest to talk about the story and legacy of a female character from the movies, games, books, and more. This week I'm joined by my good friend Kesha, who's a big presence in the Star Wars community over on Twitter. We're going to be talking today about Rey Skywalker slash Palpatine, and she even wrote a 60-page thesis on The Last Jedi, Rey, and existentialism, so be prepared for a very interesting discussion. Rey is a young scavenger from the desert planet of Jakku, whose parents left her as a young child. Desperate for answers and a sense of belonging, she soon found herself whisked into adventure with the Resistance. And upon realising she's Force-sensitive, Rey seeks a mentor in Luke Skywalker and trains to become a Jedi. And she's more powerful than she knows. In The Rise of Skywalker, it was revealed that Rey is the granddaughter of the Sith Lord Emperor Palpatine, and he hopes for her to be his successor. On the planet Exegol, Rey confronts him and her past to become a powerful Jedi and choose her own destiny, ultimately taking the Skywalker name. So let's now introduce Kesha to discuss Rey's identity and her own journey with Star Wars. Hi Kesha, thank you so so much for coming on the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. Hi Millicent, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Ray this week, but before we get started talking about the character, I was wondering if you could tell me a bit about your very first experience with the Star Wars universe. Okay, for, so for my experience with Star Wars, it started with um, when I went into the attic and then came across my father's box. Like it was a box box and it was full of DVDs and then I came across the the original trilogies um, DVDs and I for some reason I was so intrigued with how the character looks because I haven't seen any films like these before mm-hmm. and then I watched it and I was like oh this is a very um, unique and interesting universe and then that's how I got into Star Wars like it's funny because my dad prefers Star Trek over Star Wars, so we, so we will like just uh, have a difference there. But he still goes to the films with me. Yeah, so, yeah. I I've always felt like that. I only watched Star Wars the original trilogy. I think when the Force Awakens mm-hmm. trailer dropped, and my dad was always a fan. And we always had them in the house. But I was always more into Star Trek as a kid. I think or like Stargate. <laughs> yeah. Like there's so many mm-hmm. factions of like star things <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what was your initial impression when you first watched him of obviously this podcast is about the women characters um mm-hmm. when you first saw like Leia on screen in that world yeah. what did you think oh Leia is actually my favorite um character from the original trilogy because I feel like um I've just never seen such a what is it called the ferocious and just her like the way she carries herself like mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher like did such a great job portraying this character like to me personally like I feel like I can be anything that I want like as long as I am brave and I be- I stand my ground and believe what I believe and then I should be okay and I, like Leia is like my childhood hero in a way mm-hmm. so so yeah, I think Leia is a great um, female character. 
that's so lovely that like a character on screen can just encourage you to feel that way about yourself it's Mm -hmm. brilliant so this week specifically is going to be all about Rey I hesitate to say you know like Rey Skywalker Rey Palpatine (laughs) let's just say Rey for now (laughs) yeah um so coming obviously from being a big fan of the original trilogy thanks to your dad's Mm -hmm. uh box in the attic when you first saw Mm -hmm. The Force Awakens and you met Rey for the first time what were your initial impressions and how have you come to love her over the years Okay, so when, like, even before The Force Awakens came out, uh, when the first teaser came out, like, I kind of forgot, okay, not necessarily forgot, but, like, I was kind of taken away from Star Wars because it's, like, such a long hiatus from the Mm -hmm. original trilogy until the um, sequel. So when I first watched this teaser, I was so sucked in because everything was just mysterious and we don't know anything about these new characters and then Ray with all her mask and all and then when I first watched the first awakens I just like I get so emotional because when <laughs> I first watch her uh took off her mask and we see her that she's just such um innocent looking but is a strong character mm. and I feel like um like, I feel the same with Leia, but for some reason, Ray just speaks to me on another level. Um, like, um, I don't know how to describe it really, but I just <laughs> find like there's something about Ray that just, um, how is it, like speaks to my soul. I know it sounds cheesy, but no, it's not that's cheesy. How at I feel. All. This podcast is a safe space for all the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So I know that you wrote your thesis on The Last mm-hmm. Jedi and Ray specifically. Yeah. I was wondering if mm-hmm. you could talk a bit about what the topic was there, how you went about doing your exploration, and just, just a mm-hmm. bit about that in general, because that's so interesting to me that you could write so many pages on a character that means so much to you. Yeah, so when I first started, um, not my thesis, but it started with... Um, what was it? Oh, an assessment from my professor that would make um, a small paper and then I developed it into my thesis. And mm. so I've been researching for this um, topic for like a year until I finished that thesis in three months because I'm just so into it. And <laughs> I, I, I did it like, it was kind of easy. So maybe because I was... Um, in love with the character and I love Star Wars and this uh, particular topic is just very interesting. So it, it flows very um, smoothly for me, like the whole writing the thesis experience. So my thesis is about Ray and her existentialism. Uh, okay, so my thesis um, Title is Destiny and Purpose, Existentialism in the Main Character in Star Wars The Last Jedi Film. Mm -hmm. So I analyze Rey's character through through a philosophical lens. uh, And I took Jean-Paul Sartre's um, existentialism theory because I feel like his theory fits Rey best because his main point is you make like you decide what you will become like Mm. no one else can um what is it called like no one else can um 
interrupt your the process of you becoming somebody and i just feel like that's literally what ray is doing like throughout the trilogy like from uh the force awakens where she's just barely knowing what she wants to do and then she got swept into this whole adventure throughout the galaxy when she met finn and then she met all of these characters and then throughout the I feel like throughout the Force Awakens, I feel like she's starting to um, starting to put things in her mind, and that like who who do I want to become and who am I? She's starting to search for her identity there. But then I feel like uh, Ray's character is very um, fleshed out in the Last Jedi because I feel like we see more of her character and her conflicts her inner conflicts in the last year day and i think ryan johnson did such a great job um portraying her character like how she clings to luke skywalker and han solo for her father figure like because she's just desperate to belong uh Mm. with either someone or in, in in a place but she's just she just she just doesn't have it yet, but then throughout the last Jedi, especially when she met Kylo Ren, her idea of destiny and Kylo clashes, and that's where Ray has to decide uh, who will she become. Like when Kylo asks her to join him to rule the galaxy and just abandon all of those old things, then Maybe, like to me personally, maybe Ray was kind of tempted in a way because um, Kylo was the only person that really understands her because they both went through such intense loneliness and uh, abandonment. Hmm. So uh, Ray was like, I finally found someone who really understands me, but he's in the wrong side of the this war so but then after kylo's uh offered she made up her mind and then she decided to do good and chose to help the resistance instead and then that's when i that's where i feel like after meeting all of these characters like through luke han leia and kylo admitting the resistance like she finally find her identity and she finally finds a a purpose which she has been looking for for like 19 years like that's her age in in the first awakened Mm -hmm. Uh, and then by the end of the last jedi i feel like um her character is her character art is solid like to me personally like based on what i've been researching anyway um and she decides to do good and yeah that's why uh i'm kind of uh devastated with uh (laughs) the race of skywalker because i feel like ray being a nobody is is perfect like for her character and Mm -hmm. just sends a really good message because you don't have to come from a noble or a powerful bloodline to become this 
hero that people will love but you can be your own person and then you can still do these amazing things like no matter yeah. what as long as you believe in what you do and yeah i think that's why i'm just so in love with race character in last jedi that i made a thesis out of it yeah that was such a beautiful like articulation of what she means to you and why you took the time to research in that way and i think as well what you said about the family and the bloodline that's what's so mm-hmm. interesting and important i think about the conversation surrounding ray is that the whole yeah. thing that we learned in the last jedi was where you come from doesn't matter and we don't have mm-hmm. to tie her strength to, to to who her parents were and you can be yeah. a hero without being from some special family like you said and i guess yeah. that's why it was quite upsetting after all of this that we're told mm-hmm. that her powers come from you know a man yeah <laughs> yeah is like so, I generally cried <laughs> when oh I God. watched the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, I found myself like I felt so indifferent towards it when I watched it. I just felt nothing. But I did mm-hmm. watch it a second time and I cried a little bit. And I think you know, I my my stance on the Rise of Skywalker I've decided is that I know that it's awful, but I really mm-hmm. love watching it because it's Star Wars. And like any other chance to uh-huh. go back into that world, I find really nice. But it was mm-hmm. like really quite upsetting the first time I watched it to have everything kind of just like thrown away that had been built yeah. up um mm-hmm. but I don't want to get like all negative and stuff yeah of so course. we're gonna steer <laughs> away from Rise of Skywalker for now but I yeah. did want to ask your thoughts specifically so when I was doing mm-hmm. a bit of research for this episode I came across a tweet that I found really interesting and I, I just mm-hmm. want to hear what your thoughts are on it so someone said um at Ashes for Foxes on Twitter just on a, some discussion I think about Ray as a character they mm-hmm. said, Ray in The Force Awakens, and then especially The Last Jedi, was someone who spoke to me of the journey from girlhood into womanhood after experiencing mm-hmm. trauma or isolation. She's a self-taught, resourceful, and desires belonging and love, but also compartmentalizes and lacks self-reflection, which The Last Jedi dealt with well. And I did mm-hmm. find that really interesting, the whole, you know, she isn't good at kind of tackling her feelings, and that is shown mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi. And I was wondering mm-hmm. if you had any thoughts on how that is portrayed by Ryan Johnson in some of those scenes. I, first of all, I agree with the tweet because mm-hmm. um, The Last Jedi just shows how Rey as a character grow, like from this scavenger in Jakku and then got swept into this whole um, adventure. Um, like she started to know what to do because like she is first of all she started as a survivor like to me but she's very self-sufficient and she is strong but she's kind of clueless at the same time because yeah. she has no uh purpose yet she doesn't know her identity she doesn't know herself yet but then um in the last jedi throughout these conflicts and problems that she encountered I feel like um, that's where Ray um, develops from girl. What is it? Girlhood? What is it? Yeah, girlhood to womanhood, I guess. Yeah, from girlhood to womanhood. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's it for me. Yeah. So, um, just like looking back at all of Ray's appearances in stalls, whether it be the films, the books, any shows or anything. Um, what do you think is your favorite or the best Ray moment that kind of encapsulates who she is in your opinion? Whether it's a scene or a line or an exchange with another character. 
Oh God, that is hard. Hmm. Oh God, it's gonna take a while actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it'll be from the Last Jedi. Yeah, it is. Um, maybe. Oh, I think it's where she stands up to Luke when she found out that Luke is kind of um, hiding uh, his uh, hiding the truth about what happened to Kylo Ren or Ben Solo, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, in the Jedi Academy, and like she. Like in the Force Awakens, we know that Rey knows uh, who Luke Skywalker is. Like she thought he was a myth and all. But then when she finally met Luke, met Luke in the Last Jedi, uh, she sees this broken man um, who is flawed because of this uh, tragedy that happened to him, and especially with a tragedy that involves his nephew. Mm-hmm. But then Rey. I feel like Ray um, idolizes Luke. Like, um, there's a deleted scene in The Last Jedi that uh, shows that Ray is actually angry at Luke and uh, said that he, he, she idolizes him and she confronted him again. And I wish that stayed in the film because it'll type things more nicely, I think. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's very ray to confront hit her idol because she thinks that what he did was wrong like she like she believes in herself i think that's why i really like that scene because even though luke is her idol but she is not scared to confront him yeah and yeah i just really like that scene yeah, I really like that as well. I find that her morals and her sense of right and wrong are, are so strong, like her values mm. are so strongly held that she really doesn't have that fear when it comes to kind of voicing that, especially in the last two yeah. films. She will confront people if she thinks mm-hmm. they're in the wrong. And I, I find that really refreshing that this, you know, this female character isn't scared to just be like, no, that's wrong and here's why. Like she will yes. kind of challenge people. And that's really yeah. the thing about her, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like this whole um, debate of Ray being a Mary, Mary Sue is very stupid. And I just, <laughs> I, I will never understand that kind of uh, discourse because Ray is far from that yeah. label to me. I think, you know, writing in any scripts for female characters can be bad, but to reduce the character themselves to that kind of archetype, I just find really reductive. I don't think it adds anything to the conversation no. at all. So yeah, yeah. We, we, we won't have any Mary Sue's here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about uh, her relationship with other women in the Star Wars universe. Because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think I was really sad that we never got to see her and Rose kind of have yeah. some real yeah. scenes together. Especially after, you know, the Resistance came together at the end of The Last Jedi and there was just a few of them left. And I thought, you know, they might, you know, they might get to know each other a bit by the time the next movie comes around. But I suppose we do have that relationship with Leia that we can look at. But just okay. as a general thought, what what do you think about her relationship to other women in Star Wars? I think that's where I get saddened because, as you said, we were robbed of this interaction between Ray and Rose. Yeah. Because I thought that we're gonna get a lot more of them. Like we, we're gonna get a a friendship. Like we're gonna see their friendship develops in the Rise of Skywalker because this one still that I saw. Uh, from the Rise of Skywalker before the film came out, like 
we saw Ray and Rose chatting in in front of this um, navigation machine, I think, I forgot. Hmm. And I thought, oh my God, we're going to finally see uh, friendship, women friendship uh, between these, these between these two. But then we got nothing. And I guess uh, we're going to talk about um, the, res- the relationship between Ray and Leia. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's also kind of uh, lackluster in a way because we only see Ray and Leia only when during uh, the ending on, of the first Awakens, like, they don't even like really interact, like only saying goodbye and all. And of yeah. course, with the rise of Skywalker, that Carrie Fisher passed away, so they could only do so much. So, yeah, I just wish there is more of a that Ray could interact more with women and have a genuine friendship because I feel like it will be so nice and just refreshing. Yeah, and it makes sense, I think, coming from being so alone on Jakku mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, being opened up to all of these amazing people of the resistance that she has so much in common with, that, you know, she'd yeah. see a young woman similar to her own age and kind of strike yeah. up a connection with her because I suppose all of her relationships apart from Finn come from like uh, older kind of authority figures that she looks up to and respects, yeah. not people mm-hmm. that she can call like friends, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I think even with Rose or even like Lieutenant Connix or literally anyone in the resistance, I'd imagine that mm-hmm. off screen, she surely would have some friendships now having spent so much mm-hmm. time there. But it is disappointing to yeah. have not seen any of that. I think in some of the comics, I think her and Rose have some nice interactions and I think that's great, but also um, you know like people who just go to the cinema to see these films like mm, they shouldn't that's true. not have any of that you know it's not good enough I think to just have a th- some mm-hmm. throwaway scenes in a comic or book as great as comics and books are and I'm not dismissing their importance mm-hmm. the audiences who only go to the cinema also should see that I think yeah and I feel like Ray and Rose will um vibe with each other really well because like yeah. both of them are into machines like all this inge- engineering stuff. So, like, I think they they would make such a lovely friendship, like to see to be seen on screen. But we were uh, robbed of that. Yeah. So, yeah. And the, you know, they're both so intelligent and so ambitious, and mm-hmm. they both lost someone yeah. really close to them. So I'm sure they could mm-hmm. like help each other. You know, with a, a kind of a healing relationship would be so amazing. And I'd love to see like mm-hmm. a book spin-off. So I'm reading um, the Galaxy's Edge Black Spire at the minute, and okay. I'm really enjoying it. And I'd love to see a book mm-hmm. that's like. Ray and Rose on just like mm. some little adventure between the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, yeah, where they're kind of getting yeah. to know each other. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pitching that right now. I want that book. <laughs> yeah, there's so much possibilities between like the there's like one year gap between the Last okay. Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. So exactly. surely they'll they can make so much content like between <laughs> Ray and Rose. Like you have the you have all the what is it called like. They've All got so much time, time and haven't then, they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, much, yeah. so many days that we haven't seen that you could show us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like going to adventure to different planets and mm-hmm. they're bantering about engineering, engineering stuff. So I think that would be really cute. 
you know, I've got this like vision in my head of Rose and mm-hmm. meeting Ray and telling her about what happened on Canto Bite. And then Ray's like, uh, so yeah. like, oh, we should we should go back for those kids. And then Rose and Ray mm-hmm. like hop in an X-Wing together and they go back oh for the kids God. that she gave a ring to. Wouldn't that be such a sweet yeah. adventure? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, I really it. like that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this has been such a lovely discussion. Thank you for coming on. Just to like wrap up everything, I have five mm-hmm. rapid fire questions and okay. my challenge to you is to answer them in as little words as possible. Sound good? Okay. Okay, okay. I'll try. <laughs> so the first one I think will be super easy. What is your mm-hmm. favourite Star Wars movie? Oh, the last Jedi. <laughs> of course. Uh, what is yeah. your favorite line in all of Star Wars? It's where Yoda talked to Luke about failure. Mm-hmm. And we grow beyond that, I think. I love that. Is the, the last Jedi mm-hmm. when the, the tree is burning, right? Yeah. Yeah. I watched that again recently, and that scene, I, I found like a new love for that scene. I really liked it. Yeah. Oh, I, I also love this one um, line from Kylo in The Force Awakens when she when he said that Rey is stronger than she knows. I think I think I really like that scene. That line. nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, favorite battle or lightsaber duel? Oh my god! I'm gonna be so biased because I genuinely think that the throne scene in yes. The Last Jedi is just really like visually. Cool, attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that one. Okay, I think we pretty much covered this question as well. <laughs> what would you love to see next in Star Wars, whether it's a game, book, movie, or anything else? Some Rose and Ray adventures, perhaps. <laughs> I would really love that, but I also would love to see another side of Star Wars that doesn't involve all the Jedi. And yes, I think like the Mandalorian is a very um, fresh thing, which is why I really like that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Anything outside of like just the Skywalkers and their whole story, mm-hmm. anything outside of mm-hmm. that now I find so interesting. Okay. Yeah, because Star Wars is such a big universe, like mm. so much things. And so many people were affected by everything that went on. So I'd love to hear some of the stories from like the outer, yeah, the outer yeah, room, yeah. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and my very last question to you, in as little okay. words as possible, what does Star Wars mean to you? Escape. Mm-hmm. It is an escapism from my reality. Lovely. That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, Kesha. I've had such a great time chatting to you. Um, Do you want to plug Mm -hmm. anything to our listeners? You know, do you want to tell them where they can find you on Twitter if they want some more great Star Wars takes? (laughs) Well, you can always find me on uh, my Twitter handle is Adam Drivers. So, yeah, I think I'll just plug that. (laughs) brilliant and i'll be sure to link it below as well if anyone wants to follow you of course thank you so much for having me 